The following podcast has been brought to you by guys ready to talk about what happened in this really really weird pay-per-view this pay-per-view to me was like a japanese commercial wcw Everything... survivor series no it was just very fucking random <laughs> this whole pay-per-view was just random not because of the card because everything that happened in this pay-per-view in general wasn't that everything was memorable or historic because let's face it every now and then when we watch the survivor series event we always expect something historic like when sting made his debut or um when the alliance was done, or the main one, the screw job. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't expected anything historically. I mean, but but still, <laughs> our, another one, a big yeah. example, the the shield making its debut too. So you know, Survivor Series is one of those that like that you know, unlike WrestleMania, they they pull off like big debuts, big returns, all that other random whatnot. But Survivor Series now is basically the NFL draft subject card changed. They just fucking changed the card out of the fly. Um, and they did it last year. They did it again this year. And now I'm just afraid that they're just going to be doing this every year. It's like, hey, we're just going to fuck with everyone's minds and just think that we're going to basically keep this card that people think we're going to keep, but we're going to switch it up and... Well, I don't know if they're going to do that because I don't know if they'll ever have the crazy set of circumstances that they had going into the show yeah. this year. But this is the second year that they've done this. Don't you think that I, that gonna... now it's now is not the time? When it's Survivor Series, it's like now is not the time to be so fucking desperate for your dream matches. You have what you have. Deal with it. Now is not the time to be like, hey, I'm going to pay to play fucking Snapchat chick and I'm desperate to get this cash and I'm just willing to show you my titties. No. Now is the time to fucking think smart. They did not think smart throughout this whole fucking card. And I think you all would agree with me. There was some good stuff that happened on this card, but this card was not as good as people thought it was going to be. I, I, it's better. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, me too. There were some good moments. There were some bad moments. There were some holy shit moments, which we're going to get to when we get to that match. Overall, there's just been, it wasn't a historic event, but it was one of those events where we had to say, okay, maybe we should start asking questions about what happened here. We're going to start with the kickoff, the Sunday Night Heat match, the Tag Teams Elimination Traditional Survivor Series match, Team Raw, Team SmackDown, Tag Teams. Um, 
I'm just gonna give my rating out of the way and just just give my points. It was this was an okay match from not from the middle to end. The beginning was just really sloppy and all that stuff. Kalisto got injured in order for Grand Metal Elite to get in, so I was like, okay, maybe this is when they start doing that uh Lucha House Party rules that every one of them is legal. No. Bad idea. I understand that he was injured, so it was like, okay, and and your and your moment so that the next team could get eliminated. But overall, I mean, me and Six knew that the Team SmackDown tag team was going to win because Team SmackDown has a relevant tag team. Raw does not have that good that many good tag teams. They're just putting people together, you know, minus AOP. You know, they they put together Bull Dallas and fucking Curtis Axel. Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, you know, Heath Slater and Rhino, which they're not doing a fucking thing with them. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, it's like they have no tag teams besides AOP, The Revival, and, um, well, if The Shield was still around, okay, but there isn't. Those are just mainly your two tag teams that are together, like, for, like, oh, and The Ascension, okay? Minus Fashion Police, all of them now is just, like, very horrible with Raw. SmackDown, they, they know how to build up their tag teams well. They know how to work with them. But also, they feel as if, like, that Vince finds them very irrelevant. You know, in all honest opinion, I'm just going to give this one just a straight up two and a half because it was a good way to open up the show to kick off, but not as good as a lot of people said. Again, the ending was just great with the Usos doing the splash and honoring Roman with the Superman punch. Again, two uh, two stars. Not not that way. Not a good way to pick it. Oh, you need to fucking start pushing the colognes if you're gonna put them on fucking pay per view now. Uh, this match wasn't very memorable. I predicted this match was gonna go this way. They try to make it seem like the Usos might have fucked up, and then no, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Two. Two stars. Hazel, do you Actually, know? I, I, I feel like, I, no. One and a half star. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, see, here's the thing. I do care about tag teams. But the problem is, this match was just... You tell me. You tell me how you feel about it. I, 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 I just want to remind, I just like want to remind everyone. Of course not. Other than the Roman? No. That's no, it. the fact that SmackDown won that match. That's the one thing that everyone needs to fuck. Well, do. hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll be right back. Go ahead. Honey, been... Do you know why they ignored the pre-show match, Hazel? Yeah, they botched it. Yeah, it was completely botched. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. Somehow, I got lost in translation, and Raw was booked to win the match, but the agent didn't get that information, so... Whoever booked it, they put it together, and it ended up SmackDown team won the match, as they fucking should have. And, you know, and as... Why did Raw get any pins in this match? Why? What the fuck is their tag team division? And, and you know what was so hilarious? Like, when, when I was doing the, the prediction cards, like, when I sent it to all you guys, and all the matches, like, they didn't even show the SmackDown tag teams at all. Like, they could have had Raw on the top and then SmackDown on the bottom. Like, what, you couldn't fit 20 guys, or you couldn't just, like, take two pictures and then put them together as one? Are you guys that fucking dumb? What, what, what do you what do you rate this match? This match is good. 2.50. Yo, before we get to the next match, I do want to get one thing out of my chest. And I, and I, I know 
I know I cannot be the only one in this show that caught this because I know you guys might have caught this. You were watching this at your house, right? Uh, Survivor Series, yeah. Yeah. All right. Everyone was watching that at each other's home. Did anyone see that Beth Phoenix has some blood in her eye? No, I didn't see this. All right. So, like, if anyone, if anyone caught this during the pre-show, like, first of all, let's say the pre-show was horrible. Jonathan Coachman is just starting for everything. That's how you know he hasn't been there for that long. Like, they demoted him from Monday Night Raw to now be, hey, you're on the kickoff now since you have histories with kickoffs and times and post shits with ESPN and stuff. I ignored Coachman, but I did hear that he said Naya hit a punch that actually connected. It's like, so, you dumb fuck. Yeah. Let me, let me ask it you. It should always connect. But let me, let me ask you a question, Six. Yeah. Because I wanted to uh, ask you this also. I had to ask Six this because... I had we, to pee, we were, sorry. No. <laughs> we were all watching, we were all watching yeah. this from the kickoff to the opening to the end. Yeah. Now, you were watching the kickoff. You yeah. saw that Beth Phoenix was commentary. Yeah. Did you notice anything different about her? Did she mm. have like a blood shot in her fucking eye? I didn't really notice. It. I I cannot. Yo, I knew. It. I'm I'm the, I'm the only I'm the only one that fucking witnessed that. I don't pay attention to the pre-show. No, <laughs> I'm not staring at Beth Phoenix's eyes. No, no. But also, it, I don't. Pay it's, attention. it's not even just staring at her eye. Like it just popped up. Like there was a little bit like a, like some blood in in her fucking eyeball and shit. And I was like, it wasn't that serious. It was just like it wasn't even like a dot. It was just like um on this side over here. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can see her move her eye and whatnot, because she's talking to, like, so many people on the pre-show and whatnot, whatnot. But I just wanted to say that, like, I just wanted to know if you guys saw that, because my wife saw it first, and it's like, babe, it's like, that Phoenix has blown her eye. I'm like, what do you mean? What the fuck is that? And so, I just want to know if you guys saw it, but if you didn't see it, fine. I'm, I'm probably the only one that catches everything that goes on in the fucking pay-per-view. I, I, I don't care. You guys need to get off your phones. You guys should care more. I, no. I, they don't care, so I yeah. don't care. <laughs> no, next the, match. Next match. It's the same way that they re, like, rebooked an entire match. Next match the show. is this. the Women's Survivor Fuck Series this. match of Team Raw Women versus Team SmackDown Women. I am going to say if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And they still didn't fix it because last year's was horrible. This year's is even worse, but I think the best part about it was Naya getting the ultimate Pearl Harbor heat. I just love the fact that they're just looking at her as like, this is the woman that broke Becky Lynch's face. She's the face breaker. No, you're the nose breaker, not a face breaker, because Becky would have looked probably deformed on SmackDown Live. She would have had swollen faces and all that shit. But look. This woman's match, and Seven did call it. He did say Mandy Rose. Me and Six were like, okay, probably some NXT person. But look, I'm going to say this right now. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It was bad last year, and it was bad this year. Not, uh, I did say that Asuka was going to job out. She was going to be the lone survivor. She was going to job out. But I was not expecting Nia to pull a fucking Baron Corbin on us. Which was, hey, I'm just going to fuck Charlotte over just so I could have the fucking moment. By the way, for anyone that doesn't give Tamina a pop, wow. You guys are very, very fucked up. Petty. I understand. No, not even petty. You guys are you guys are as morbid as I am right now. Because let me tell you, I give that girl a pop. I don't care about what her father fucking did. Okay, that's a legend in the business. I don't... 
But they don't no, no, no. I, I think they. they I, just I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm block. not saying that's why. I just feel as if there's there there could be an explanation for that. But she's been in this company for almost ten years, and you mean to tell me since you debuted with the Usos and Byron Saxton on FCW, you still can't get a fucking pop? I'm surprised you actually get pockets in your fucking jacket. Like, you, do you remember that promo that she cut in uh, the Money in the Bank? She's sitting there looking. Absolutely for fucking, not. <laughs> she's sitting there like. Looking so dumb, looking for pockets in her outfit. She has no fucking pockets at all. And then she cussed that whole thing like when Charlotte said the James Ellsworth and then she said the James Ellsworth, which was like really fucking awkward. What's but, your rating for this match, bro? Yeah, yeah. Zero. Oof. Six. You know why? Because again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you guys still didn't fucking fix this shit. It's fucking horrible. It's look, Mandy Rose. Needs to get rid of the jazzy pornographic music scene and just get something hardcore in her fucking life. And get rid Absolutely of that goddamn not. blur. <laughs> get rid of that, that goddamn blur. Because you're just basically <laughs> trying to be an Instagram filter. But yo, she can work. She can work. I will admit that. She's a good worker. Just get rid of that pornographic shit. Zero. Bad match. Bad fucking match. Just to get Ronda... Just, no, not even. Just to get Nia over. You're done. Six. Thank you. <laughs> Naya did an am- she did she did the type of job that o- I wish I, I I could only do as a, at, like if I was a heel Jesus fucking mm. dude did you see what she she did <coughs> everything she did in this match I feel like cemented her as a heel <sighs> the fucking Sasha Banks shit yeah but that I mean that was fine but like they booked her to do that Bruh, I feel like she did her part. I feel like if no, she any, did her part. Yeah, if anybody did her part in that match, she did. That being said, the rest was just boring. It just flew by. Women's Revolution. Where, rest holds. You get eliminated. You get eliminated. You, you went from having the greatest pay per view in 2018 to just having a really shitty match at a fucking pay per view Survivor Series. What happened? Bleh. I give this a same shit I gave it last time. One and a half. Um, <coughs> or did I give the last one a one? You gave the last one a one and a half. One, yeah, all right. So I'm not yeah. wrong. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, Naya had so much heat in this match. Yep. I mean, I get what you're saying in that. You yeah, know, she had, she, but but see, my she thing did she she my she thing about it is she didn't actually do shit mm-hmm. though. Like she just. The crowd hated her because of what she did to Becky. No, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like she played to it to a well. Yeah, she she played into it because she to was a T. That's what I'm saying. You couldn't have done if she did too much with it. It would have it would have looked like oh. I don't I don't it's think too. it mattered. I think they would have hated her no matter what she did because like no she that, she yeah, stepped no, into the course, ring and everybody course. was like. Bruh. But that's what I'm saying, of course. But I feel like sometimes that subtlety is what works. She was if she if she would have went out there and just overdid it. I would have felt like, eh, but, look, but, but they still would have booed her. Becky Lynch throughout that whole fucking match. That's my point. That's my point. They weren't. They didn't care about anything Nia herself yeah. actually did. They were just mad at her because she broke Becky's nose. No, she broke Becky's face. She broke her nose. But yeah, face. But I, I, I didn't say. I didn't say that. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah. That's why the crowd were. Yeah. No, I'm saying. That's why I was like. That's why that works. Yeah, but I mean. She got a ton of heat, and this match should have been really fun. And it was fun in spots. Like, I like the Sasha and Asuka face-off. Yeah. But otherwise, it kind of did drag. 
but it was it was okay. I'm not as hard as it on you as you guys were. I'll give it a two. Now we're gonna just go on to the men's Survivor Series traditional match: Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. This is the one where basically I became the champion because you, well, people decided to go for SmackDown. I didn't think they were shit on SmackDown. I'm going to say this right now. (laughs) I really did. I am going to say this right now. Shane McMahon, please stop. Please fuck. He's the best in the world. He's the best in the world. (laughs) Watch your mouth. Are you crazy? (laughs) Talk about the best in the world like that. (laughs) Now you talk about it. Shane McMahon, please stop. Think of your three sons. Think of your wife. Think of the next baby that that you probably might fucking have. Okay? I think it's bad enough that you did a fucking... Best in the world elbow off the top rope onto the table to Braun Strowman. You do a coast to coast to fucking Dolph Ziggler. Eliminate, pin him again. You fucking beat him again. And then to fucking do a coast to coast to Bobby Lashley to get fucking clothesline. And I'm going to say this right now. The spear was more diabolical than that clothesline that Braun did to him. Because that shit legit gave him a concussion. And he was knocked out in that fucking match. And let me tell you guys right now, this is the third year in a row that Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon have been on a Survivor Series traditional team for Raw and SmackDown. So you got to think, like, total mindfuck there. And I told him, because it was a complete total mindfuck, that AJ Styles is not going to be at this pay-per-view for the very first time. Imagine a lot of fans freaking out about that. People will be hitting the panic button quickly, you know? But this... Oh my God, you know, it was really, I told him it was completely necessary that Braun will get his list of demands, even though we got the loopholes that was thrown at us on Raw, he buried everyone, but I will admit, bullshit, bullshit, why did you eliminate Samoa Joe within less than a minute? That right there was what you call a shitty fucking call. Very bad play. You want to talk about bad plays? Imagine LeBron James fucking up a a three-point shot in the NBA Finals as a fucking L.A. Laker. Oh, my God. They (laughs) would fucking kill him. That would imply they're going to the finals. They would kill him. Okay? Again, it (laughs) made no sense for a man that... Have you ever heard of Golden State? (laughs) It didn't make any sense for a man that was in their home... That was in his home state to at least get buried that quickly because two men, two big sweaty men that King Ross likes to say wanted to fucking argue and get married with each other because they wanted to start the match first. I was going to say three, but I, yeah, I mean, no, I'm going to leave it at three because it was at least entertaining. You know, we got to see the same spots that we got to see within the past two years. You know, Braun go through a tape, you know, Shane going through some crazy shit. Everyone getting eliminated. And then, and happy thing about it is that Triple H is not stealing everyone's fucking thunder. Because there's one good positive that I will admit here. And I think, Tevin, you could, you probably, I think both of you will agree with me on this. The five minute spots between Finn and Ray. There's the dream match that I want to see. That right there is like, okay. These two have never faced each other before. Let's see how they... Let's let's have them test the waters. Let's give... If there's one thing I can say about a Survivor Series match, it's a teaser for things to come when it comes to dream matches. Because we get to see five minutes of those mini dream matches and then they just tag each other. It's like, tag, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But yeah, I give it a three. Because, you know, it, it, it's just... Rinse and repeat. 
for the past two years. Go ahead. I enjoyed a lot of Finn Balor, a lot of Rey Mysterio. I think Joe should have lasted longer. Shane McMahon is absolutely out of his fucking mind. I don't think they should have ended it this way. The infighting should have made Raw lose. This entire thing was booked wonky as shit. And if you wanted to be somebody... Like, this wasn't even Vince booking. No, this was straight up Vince booking. Because let me remind you that Lashley did absolutely nothing. No, this is not Vince booking. Usually, Vince McMahon, when he books something, it'll be, like, weird, but not... (laughs) Burial of his own product. No. He... I don't know. This was a hot mess. It was... Everything... mm -mm, mm -mm. I I honestly give this a two and a half. I mean, Shane McMahon was great. If you want me to give Shane McMahon a rating, I give that motherfucker a four. That nigga's nuts. The best in the world. Since you want to do a Shane McMahon rating, I think we should each do one also. If I give my Shane McMahon rating right now... I think after the spots that he did, and then the the whole shit with SmackDown, I can't wait to see what your heel turn is going to be, because if it's going to be like your dad, I'm hoping for the best, but I'm also hoping for the worst, because I'm afraid that you're going to win the world championship. But two, for Shane McMahon, stop killing yourself, please. You're too fucking old. The the part that got me was this shit. Fuck it. Kill me. You're the product of my semen. I'm gonna die. It. Fuck it. Toughest bastard I've ever seen. God yeah. bless him. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Seven, your your rating. Uh this match was silly. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did Joe get eliminated? Mm-hmm. In two mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that's more Miz, Miz demanding that Shane McMahon kill himself. Was hilarious. <laughs> Him being the hey, captain. Do the coast to coast. Do it. Do it. Do I, I'm kind of. I'm kind of tired. Do the coast to coast. And then the next nigga. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna die right I now. I guess. And then, uh, and then at the end, yeah. I'm gonna die. Fuck it. Come on. Come uh-huh. on. I'm gonna die. <laughs> Shane McMahon's the best in the world. All right. Shane McMahon is He's the, the best, best in the world. world. The Miz is the best in the world of Dolph Ziggler. No, Shane McMahon is the best in the world, all right? He didn't beat two men. I don't give a shit. I didn't watch that show. Shane McMahon's the best in the world. (laughs) Thank you. Am I the only one that didn't watch that fucking show? What show? Yeah, what show are you talking about? All I know is Shane McMahon's the best in the world. He's the best in the fucking world. Best in the world. Have you seen that trophy that comes from SmackDown? (laughs) Yeah, that he just it it randomly showed up on SmackDown. And I was like, oh what? Hey, Shane McMahon's the best in the world. Please that's that's him, awesome. Please let them not have that trophy until the next World Cup tournament because I swear to God, they don't have people... There's not going to be another World Cup. He's the best in the world. That's it. It's over. That's, that's it. it. They don't have these guys walking around with these Andre the Giant trophies. Let, let, let's keep going for yeah. it. I give this match a three. It was kind of fun, but what do you too give, long. What do you give Shane? What do you give Shane? A, a five. He's the best in the world. <laughs> the best in the world. Damn, shit. Now nah, I feel fucked up. I gave him a four. Hey, what are you doing? He's the best in the world. The Give new Daniel Bryan <laughs> is the greatest wrestler ever lived because Wait, but, but, he's the best no, no, in the no, world. No, no, no. We, 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 we're getting there. We're, we're getting, there. getting there. We're getting there. Next All match. Right. We're going to go on to basically what they're going to start doing every year. The only title that gets defended at Survivor Series, which is the Cruiserweight match. And that is Buddy Murphy going up against Mustafa Ali and Tevin. I got a few words to say to you right now. 
You don't ever, you don't ever tell the man who is fucking Alexa Bliss that he is a transitional <laughs> champion. You want to be a fucking shame of yourself to even admit that. Like, I will, I will say this. Mustafa Ali has been the heart of 205 Live since that match between him and Cedric at Mania because I wanted Mustafa Ali to win the belt at Mania. I did not want Cedric to win. But I do, I will agree with you on one thing. If this does happen, and, it ha- and if it does happen, it needs to happen the way that Neville did it at the Rumble. Cedric Alexander turns heel. And the only way that would happen is if he faces Buddy Murphy in the Royal Rumble, but he loses, and then Mustafa Ali comes out to support him and beats the shit out of him. Now, look, you can never, to this point in day, say that Buddy Murphy is an actual transitional champion because ever since he debuted in 205 well, no, Live, no, because when you said it, you said it like you fucking meant it. Because let me tell you, ever since he debuted at 205, that man has been putting more four-star matches than what Jack Gallagher and Brian Kendrick have been doing. So you have no right, no fucking dare or gall to say that this man is a fucking transitional champion. You could call Brian Kendrick that because he held the WWE Championship for five minutes in a scramble. And that's an interim champion at best. Former WWE Champion V. Brian Kendrick. Interim champion. Show that man. Because look, I will admit this. This was a great match. But this match... I was gonna say that this match this still the was my match of the night and did still the show, but it didn't. But it was very action packed. There wasn't a lot of flippy stuff, but the Spanish fly off the table, that was great. Mustafa Ali putting on a killing, that was great. Putting Murphy putting on a killing, it's even more great. Cause you give them an opportunity to headline a big match pay-per-view. Yeah, you finally hit the main card. So yep. yeah, let's And that's a good thing. That's a big nail on that. The fucking cruiserweights are on the and, fucking and it was and it was the pre-main event? On, on the card. Yeah, that's who it was a pre-main event within the third hour. And they got over. They had to kill themselves, they but they got, got over. They got fucking over. With this match, I at least give it a fucking four and a half. Because this match had everything that the cruiserweight match did. Like I will admit, it didn't you said it best. It didn't have really good buildup. But you know what? I expect, I, but you know mm-hmm. what? Fuck the buildup. They they gave them a package. They no, gave no, them a package. And that was what I mean. good that's not, what I, that's not what I mean about the buildup. That's not what I meant about I didn't say It's not that it wasn't very good. It's that there wasn't much of it, which means there's probably not going to be a title change. Well, I give it four and a half. You guys go ahead. Okay. I booked this shit. I knew this match was going to kill the fucking show. Number one. Number two, I also said, there hasn't been enough build to this match. The title is not changing hands. And both of those happened. So guess what? Thank you. Thank you very much, Five. Thank you for being the best wrestling in the show that's supposed to be about wrestling. But it's about people and how butthurt they are about other people hurting people in a wrestling show. You would commit. <laughs> Dumbasses. What do you give it? I give it four. Solid. Clean. I would have probably gave it a five if, you know, it would have been a nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> the crew is the right time going to be. Uh, it should have. <laughs> uh, oh, Smash is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um... This was the match of the night until it wasn't. Oh, I know why. <laughs> this was really good. This is probably the worst Mustafa Ali Buddy Murphy match, but it was really good. Because <laughs> like yeah. the shit they've done on 205 has been insane. Yeah, yeah. If you watch that, yeah. Smooth. But this was really good, and 
they they worked their asses off to get mm-hmm. this crowd. And when he hit that Spanish fly at the table, they got him. Got him. I think when they when they connected that Spanish fly, and I um, there was another spot where Mustafa Ali got off like the second row, and then. Bow with the fucking knee. That was just like again. That was another one. Where it was like a headshot match because the reverse Frankensteiner and everything else was just very action packed. But yeah, there was some moments where it was like, uh. But then it got caught up. Yeah, but this was really good. I'm gonna give it a solid four. Yeah, we're gonna go on to the champion, the first ever champion versus champion match, the mid card ones, which is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. I will admit, this was the one match that I could say I was fully invested in. But, you know, after watching it, again, like I said earlier, Survivor matches, Survivor Series pay-per-views are that one time where we get to see dream matches, you know, you know, happen. We got this dream match, and this dream match didn't feel like a dream match. It felt like a trailer to what the dream match is coming to. Because... It wasn't disappointing. It wasn't lacklustering. It was just very, very bland. Like, first of all, Nakamura coming out as Honky Tonk Man with that whole blue outfit. What the hell? And with the red uh, teeth in the fucking mouthpiece. Uh, it doesn't work for him. No, 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 no. Blue Zoo Ranger type level shit. Because that's what they're basically going to make Nakamura. They're going to make him like, hey, we're just going to give you one color. we will make you look like a fucking Power Ranger. When, when... Susan G. Coleman comes. He will be wearing a full pink outfit. But it picked up within the middle to the end. I will admit that me and Six said we were waiting for a DQ when Dean Ambrose would show up. None of that happened. So I could say that we were both kind of disappointed. This was sort of a sort of a disappointing match, but not disappointing. Again, like I said, this was basically a trailer to what the dream match is going to be. Sooner or later, when we get it. But in my rating, I could actually give this match maybe a solid three. Subpar, bland, but you know what? It, we got what we got. Let's see what happens. Classics. Mm. Here's my... Here, see, here's my problem with this shit. You have Shinsuke Nakamura and you have Seth Rollins, right? They can go above and beyond times 20. And, and and what did they give us, Tevin? I like the match. I feel like they gave us an okay match when it needed to be a good match. And I feel like Shinsuke should have got that win just because of the fact that it isn't, it's not going to do anything for Seth. It's not going to do anything for Seth. He just faced the AOP and damn near won <laughs> by himself. In a match that was more than, like, over 10 minutes. Like, come the fuck on. You're going to tell me Shinsuke Nakamura, who's doing absolutely nothing on SmackDown. Let, let's not try to can make I, something happen for Can I tell you guys right now? Can I tell you guys right now? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm probably just pulling this on my ass because I did see Survivor Series three times throughout the week. This was probably the shortest match throughout the entire pay-per-view. Damn. I will admit that. Like, I know it went over 10 minutes, but... I think it didn't hit nowhere near like the 15 minute mark. Anyway, look, this match feels like a precursor to something good that might happen, but at the same time, it, it, it's like when again are we gonna get this this particular match? Oh, but here's the good thing about Other this match: no low blows. 
Man, I wanted to see Shinsuke. Right? <laughs> at least, nigga. Yeah. I mean, at least I wanted to see <laughs> that, that also, but you know what? You know what? And if not him, then it's fucking... Survive, it's survive. If you were going to pull the trigger on Dean the next night, should have done it fucking here. Yeah. It's a pay-per-view. Yeah. And then Shinsuke's like, yeah. That's my thing. Exactly. <laughs> and then it goes. You feel me? All right. Point is, that's how that match should have ended. But, not going to lie, it was entertaining. Stuff did happen. Ready. Moves were cool. Tree. Go. This match slow built. Uh, I wasn't expecting... Like, I knew it would be good, but I wasn't expecting it to be crazy because mm-hmm. I've dropped that expectation with a lot of these things. But I liked it. I liked, I liked the build. I liked the finishing stretch. I thought it was a very well-wrestled wrestling match. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Now, I want to get... I know we have three more matches left, and I saved this for the best. I want to get to the most controversial match in WWE history. I mean controversial because we've had some... There's a thing that we have when all three of us are into wrestling. When we catch something off guard, one of us is going to see it. I don't know how the fuck they didn't see it. How in the hell did Eric... Uncle Rico, Enzo Amore, Arnett, get his fucking ass in we a goddamn statement. We did see it. No, yeah. But not only did we see it live, but Eric and Xavier pointed it out and they showed me the video. Oh, they they, they showed us to you? Yeah. I literally put it in the so, chat when so, it happened. See, Enzo's he, in the crowd. See, he put it in the so chat. So you already when it saw happened, the video when I sent it be, to you already. Before either of you sent it to me, Xavier already had it on his phone. <laughs> yeah. Because oh Xavier was like, something's happening in the crowd. <laughs> and then I look, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that? I'm but like, yeah, hey, look, everybody's pointing right here. Look, I can't see. Let's, and let's then he shows get, me the video. So I know what happened before you way. guys even hit me Let's up. get this out of the way right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Before, before anything. Now, we, the, I, I now have a picture of, of, of Enzo. And it's a, it's a picture of him. Banned from the Staples Center. Like, this is, you know how they, like, when you get caught stealing from, like, Dwayne Reeds, all that shit, they take your picture and, like, okay, do not, and he cannot return back here. Bro, this dude can't come back here. He probably can't even go back to any other arena that WWE goes to because they're going to have his face everywhere. Mm-hmm. Enzo's just showing up out of nowhere, getting tackled by the chick that, you know, stopped Gronk Konkowski at Mania 33 because that was the exact same chick. That, she's like, the baddest bitch on the planet. Yeah, she's the baddest bitch on the planet. Pummeling a, a, a man like that down because his rap album is fucking sinking faster than the Titanic. I bet you if I take a shit, it's his album coming out of my fucking ass. Cause I heard that fucking album and wow, abysmal. But look, AOP versus The Bar. The fact that rock star Spud Drake Maverick had to pee in front of the big show. I don't even think that was pee. I think that was just him fucking, you know, getting, getting fucking pre-con. I, I think that was just him just, just shooting off a load or two because he couldn't hold it that long. But look, it's just comedic for something like that to happen because it's a big guy versus a little guy. I mean, I didn't expect it. Nobody expected it. It was fucking hilarious. But the fact that AOP got over because of that, I think that was genius. But it's a good way to get your new tag team champions over. But we need to see what they, where the fuck you're going to take them in the near future. Because as we saw on Raw, you fucking had them lose to fucking Glorious Gable because of pee jokes. Pee pee jokes. Just, like, 
Okay, it, it was it was an okay match, but if I if I want to give him my honest rating, I give it a two because it was just the whole Enzo thing took over that shit, and that's what everyone was really mainly focused on because they were cheering him in the crowd, they were cheering him to let him stay, didn't let him stay. As you saw, he has his own custom title. All this, all this bullshit. You guys need to listen to his album and give it a review because it is horrible. The whole <laughs> Liv Morgan shit refuse. is horrible. He says shit about Ric Flair that is horrible. As a rapper, I refuse. <laughs> you know, and supposedly he did a stand-up also in um in L.A. um on Monday, I believe. But I, I think it was just horrendous and shit. But you guys all saw the memes. The memes are just blowing up everywhere. This this dude is just trying to. It's not even just trying to make an. Well, yeah, he's he is trying to make an ass it's for not himself. Not an Mori podcast. He's yeah. trying to make an ass for himself, but he's just trying to get more fame by going back to where people kicked them. Uh, people fired him from. Like, what is that gonna do? What is it gonna do for you in your fucking career? Go ahead. Go look on your Uncle Rico pedophile career though, with that fucking wig of yours. Go ahead, six. All right, so. Who cares about Enzo? Anyways, my son's AOP. They walked in. They hit a nigga with another nigga. Drake Maverick pissed himself. Big Show laughed. End of match. <laughs> I give this the same shit I give Naya. Well, not uh, yeah, Naya and, and, and the first. It's a 1.5. It, it didn't matter. This company sucks. <laughs> 1.5. Next. Probably our official match of the night. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Guys, I gotta say that this is the first time ever that we actually got to see Ronda Rousey finally be humiliated and beat into a bloody pulp. Even though, yeah, we did get some blood. Even A lot of people are gonna go around saying, like, oh, that was fake. That was a blood capsule. No, she bit her fucking lip pretty hard and she was bleeding pretty good there. Because otherwise, that shit would not be fucking all over her fucking clothes. Look, Ronda took a fucking beating. And I think it was good that, you know, to protect these two with a DQ finish. Because me and Six said it, if Becky was facing Ronda, it would have been that DQ finish. And I think we got what we wanted, It was even though it was within Charlotte. And I think it was good for them to end it that way. It made Charlotte look like an actual pure heel. Ronda took a beating of a lifetime with kendo sticks. You know, even on her head, too, which is, like, you know, a big no-no in WWE. Like, you can't take that shit to the head. You know, beating up refs, all that other stuff. You know, this match, this was the opposite of Nakamura and Seth Rollins. Because, like, we were supposed to get this at Mania, but we got it early. And now, I'm throwing it out of there. I'm throwing it out there and saying that if when the Royal Rumble comes, Charlotte is going to win. And she is going to challenge Ronda. And I think this will be Ronda Rousey's very first fucking loss or they're just gonna have her with the women's championship until they make her lose at some b-show pay-per-view this match this is by far the best women's match i've ever seen since watching evolution if i could take back every rating that i set on evolution i would put it to this match i'd give this match a full-on a full-on five fucking stars because there was some good, like I know this was a this was a match that was a long time coming because these guys need these girls need to beat the hell out of each other, and they did. You know, good selling, good finishes. Ronda putting on a killing, even taking the beating of her life. 
I think that deserves a good five-star match because that was great storytelling. That's basically ending one chapter until we move on to the next chapter coming April. Five fucking stars. This match was literally just... It was her hazing ritual, I guess? Yeah. It's basically, hey, welcome to the sorority. It's like, welcome to WWE. Wasn't a crazy match to me. Wasn't the best thing in the world. Pretty fucking cool. Pretty fucking awesome. If they would have continued to book this properly afterwards, it would have been good. Didn't go that way. But, oh well. Um, I just wish fucking Charlotte would have came out and been a total heel on a SmackDown. And I wish Ronda would have done the same. Sorry. It's what it is. Either that or just be fucking Charlotte. Just use that as part of her being a face. This is just your welcoming committee to the fucking squad. When you're here, you're the toughest. You're the best. Rating. The aftermatch, the aftermatch was a. Uh, see, that's the thing. I, I, I'm gonna rate them differently. Aftermatch was completely nuts. The actual match, I would give it a three. The aftermatch, I give that shit a four. Mm. Um, Ronda Rousey's really fucking good, ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen. <laughs> Professional wrestling. I think after she's this, so, I think after this, night, she's, good. she's proved that she can hang with the big girls in this company. So great. They had three days practice for this match. Yes. And they killed that shit. This is my 1A match of the night. Mm-hmm. This was really good. Like, I didn't I didn't expect it to be nearly as good as it was. Mm-hmm. Charlotte was incredibly vicious in this match. I loved the, the, the grappling they did on the ground. I Like, it felt like a fight. I really enjoyed that. It felt like so much like a fight. Really good. Really, really, really good match. I'm giving it four and a quarter. Yeah. Main event. Now we go on to the main event. I'm gonna let you guys start off with this one. It is Universal Champion versus WWE Champion. It is Tweener Brock Lesnar versus a very heel Daniel Bryan. They were both heels. Yep. They were both heels. And you have no time to rant on this one, so. Yep. Go. Alright, so this match was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Once the squash portion of it was over. See, the first 10 or so minutes, I'm like, no, they're doing the bullshit. Mm -hmm. Then Brian kicked him in the dick, kneed him in the face, got the falsy, and we got a fucking match on our hands, and it was incredible. Brian's offense after that point was unreal and stiff and wonderful, and Brock's selling was outstanding. It was what I wanted for years when I thought about this match. This was exactly what I wanted. I just wish the squash portion would have been a little bit shorter. And I wish the commentary was abysmal for this match. Michael Cole was really good at the end after mm-hmm. like it was actually a match. But Corey and Renee, Renee was fine too toward the end. But Corey was bad most of this match. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. Then he had to beat John Cena. This is my 1B match of the night. <laughs> Hashtag beat up John Cena. Four and a quarter for me. Six. Eh, ah. All right, so... I don't feel like repeating shit that, that you said. So I'm just going to say, basically, that, yeah, you're right about that part. But I, from the jump, knew this is exactly how this is going to pace out. And I didn't book this shit, but I had a feeling this is exactly how it was going to pace out. Why? Because this is the same way AJ Styles paced out. The only difference is, in this one, Brock looked a little weaker. Daniel Bryan looked way fucking stronger. 
Brock looked terrified when he was in the yes yeah. lock. Yeah, and at the end when he limps away, he's just like, what the fuck? And then you turn around and you look at Daniel Bryan's face and he's giving you complete Joker face. I was like, this is fucking sick. Daniel Bryan came out looking like the champ. Daniel Bryan came out looking like a god. I give this a 4.5. Before I say this, honestly, no, we're not. we still have plenty of time. Like, this shit could go off. We could still keep going. We're on fucking audio right now. Like, this ain't stopping us, so we fucking say it's over. Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan. I'm going to say this right now. I did I say show, it was kind Yo, It was kind of a fucking much. murder, but I will admit this. It was just... And, you know, I um, again, this was uh, another one that, like, I was completely proved wrong. I thought, like I said, I thought it was going to be a murder, but it was a half murder. But we got what we wanted. Daniel Bryan got his comeuppance. Brock Lesnar did some selling, which is great. You know... Very close calls. Very false finishes. Brock Lesnar being a dick that he is. One, two. Oh, I'm going to pull you back the fuck up because I'm going to punish you in the morning like a little bitch because you're fucking tiny and I'm just a big, scary Canadian moose. But in overall, Daniel Bryan kept his balance. Low blow to the dick with the knee. He sold the knee. He sold the fucking yes lock and everything else. But, you know, it only take... Uh, it took... A bunch of suplexes. The first suplex was like, all right, that nigga's dead. He ain't getting up. But he got back up. But he took a beating. And I will admit, after the promo that he cut on Tuesday, it is true. Brock Lesnar beat the weak out of him. And I think it made him stronger. So I think I'll give this a solid four stars. Overall, with Survivor Series, I'm going to give this one a fucking C. It was okay. It was weird and awkward. Enzo showing up. What the fuck was that about? So... Every other match, again, this is one of those moments where I know next year the card's gonna, we're gonna have a card that we know we're gonna predict is okay, but then it's gonna get switched up and then we're gonna be like, what the fuck? Don't frustrate us. See, I'm gonna give this a, a, a I'm gonna give it a C minus, actually. At least it doesn't go near D. Six? The entire show as a whole. C. Is it? Yep. It was just there. It existed. I'm going to give it a B minus. I can't, I can't go any lower than B minus on a show that had three great matches. That Cruiserweight match, Ronda and Charlotte and Brian and Brock. Those three were really, really, really fucking good. So with that said, like three good, great matches on the show. I think that's what the B minus is. Okay. I still give it a C. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It, it, so you know what it is? It's like I was... I was cool with the end. Yeah. I was very happy at the end. Yeah. They left me going home happy. And, you know, that Cruiserweight match made me happy. But it's just like... You didn't love the Ronda Charlotte like we did. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it was just like... Yeah. This fair. is your hazing. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. And you know, I love the violence. It's just... I'm just going to say this right now. Luckily, you guys can't fucking run anywhere because you're stuck here now. Leaving you here as hostages as champion, you're going to stay here and deal with this shit. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're